A word of warning. This podcast may contain themes that some listeners might find distressing. Not always, but sometimes. However, this podcast will definitely contain strong language. Therefore, if neither of these things sound appealing, it's probably not the podcast for you then, is it? Hello and welcome to a very, well, I guess, different type of episode of the Nicest Ramblings podcast with me, the Nicest Psychologist, where today I am talking to you from my car. Um, uh, so if you can hear any background noise and there is a low rumble, I do apologize. Um, what I will do is I will try and tidy this up in editing, but um, hopefully it's not too bad and you can still hear what I'm saying. I'm currently talking to you uh, using a headset, which is attached to my phone. Um, and if you were to look at me from the outside, it would look like I've got a really, really low budget hands-free set like I don't know my speakers on my phone or whatever isn't working and I need to talk on the phone using a headset it probably looks really bizarre Um, but I guess the reason I'm doing this is twofold so um, one um, often during the week I have quite long car journeys and I have a lot of thoughts and sometimes I would like to share them um, and then when I think about them and want to write them down when I get home, I can't really be asked because I'm, uh, you know, the moment's passed or whatever. Um, so I thought I would utilize some free time that I have because I'm always, you know, saying to myself that I don't have enough time to do any podcasting when actually there's about four hours in a day where I'm traveling back and forth um, to various different jobs uh, that I do. Um, not various different jobs that I do, various different parts of the job that I do. So I thought I'd use that because that's, you know, free space. Um, And the other part is that quite often the things that I think about relate to uh, discussions that I've had with uh, my followers on Instagram or questions that they've posed to me. Um, And so I mull these over and I thought that this would be a good way to answer some of those questions. And I guess this is also a format that I'm aware that some other podcasters will do. They will sort of take questions from their followers and they will um, answer them. Uh, a bit like an ask me anything, but instead of writing it out and reading all my stories, I'm going to talk through one of the answers uh, or one of the questions that I might have um, posed to me. Um, and the reason for that is that, I don't know, it might give a bit more depth and a bit more nuance for me to kind of talk a little bit more freely as opposed to trying to cram it all into a story. So, so yeah, um, this isn't the standard format uh, from now on, um, but I guess this will just be one of the ways in which I produce um, something for you to listen to, um, because I do, I am aware that I don't produce things in a very timely manner. So, this might be a way to produce more content, and uh, hopefully, it's helpful or interesting, um, and hopefully, not too shit. The other thing to note is that <laughs> this is a bit of a vulnerable way for me to do a podcast because normally I'm such a perfectionist and I'm so worried about getting things right and you know presenting accurate facts that um, to do this in a bit of a freestyle format um, is quite uh, makes me panic a bit because I like to sort of uh, support things that I say with facts and unfortunately you're not allowed to Google things. Um, while you drive. I say unfortunately, it's a very good thing because it stops people dying. But I don't have 
uh, I won't be able to Google or provide you with like direct references or anything like this as I might normally because I am practicing safe driving apart from speaking whilst I'm driving which I don't know if, it's, if that's a distraction but anyway same as taking a phone call one could argue <laughs> so yeah so I've rambled on for quite a bit now uh, nonsensically um, but I thought I might get into today's question which is a question that was posed to me in one of those sort of ask me anything things that people do on Instagram and today's question is can you be a narcissist without meaning to be which you know sounds like a really interesting question which is why I'm dedicating a bit more time to it the short answer is yes somebody can absolutely be a narcissist or exhibit traits of narcissism without necessarily meaning to be and there's quite a lot of reasons for this so we'll start I guess we'll start at the beginning in the sense that narcissism is a personality trait like any other so like gregariousness um, introversion extroversion all that kind of stuff so narcissism is a personality trait that anybody can have and like any personality trait narcissism will fall in a spectrum okay so narcissism is about in and of itself at, the, at its most simplest form is about sort of concern for oneself and not necessarily being too worried about other people you know other people's emotions or feelings or being concerned with what other people do which I guess to some degree you know we all have narcissistic tendencies okay it's not um narcissism isn't something that's purely located in somebody that has a narcissistic type of personality we all have narcissism or narcissistic traits and we'll get into that uh, a little bit more broadly later on but as i was saying like anything narcissism is on a spectrum so on the extreme side of things we have what's called narcissistic personality disorder now before i get into that like the word narcissism and the label of narcissist and people being narcissistic i think has become quite overused for good reason i think there's been a you know a greater understanding that there are particular types of people who may behave in particular ways that are harmful or unhelpful for us as people and drain a lot of our energies and it's really helpful to identify when you might be you know in some kind of interpersonal relationship with somebody whether that be a friendship or an intimate relationship whatever so i think it's quite helpful to sort of you know know what that type of person might be and kind of you know what to look out for and how to sort of look after yourself but i guess as with anything on social media or within sort of like the zeitgeist as it were things become overused um, it becomes a label too easily attached to people and it almost becomes like quite pejorative and almost pathologizes quite normal behavior sometimes and you know we'll get into the normal the more normal side of things later on again so that's the first thing to kind of you know think about so when we're talking about is somebody being narcissistic or is somebody exhibiting narcissism it's always important to think about like what are we saying about that person are we trying to say that they are maybe a bit sort of egocentric and thinking a little bit about themselves and they are more so doing that than we might want them to be are, is, are their actions you know in some shape or form difficult for us to manage or are they purposefully being or are they being like abusive and harmful and intentionally sort of manipulative and i use i use that term loosely and i guess it's it's helpful to think about or it's important to think about what we're talking about when we talk about people being narcissistic okay so on the extreme side of narcissism is obviously narcissistic personality disorder which has its own set of criteria and is a diagnosis that falls under the dsm-5 the diagnostic uh, diagnostic statistical manual fifth edition um 
Interestingly enough, uh, narcissism is not a personality disorder that is in the ICD-10, the International Classification of Diseases uh, 10. And even more interestingly, I think personality disorder itself is no longer included in the ICD-11. But anyway, moving on. Personality disorder in and of itself is a um, controversial label, it's a controversial term. You know, more and more there is a lot more criticism about whether it's uh, helpful. Uh, some people find it helpful, some people don't find it helpful, some people find it a over-pathologization of um, extreme reactions to sort of complex um, and difficult life upbringings. And that's, you know, potentially something that I will talk about one day. But in and of this discussion, when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder, there is a specific set of criteria that somebody needs to meet in order to be diagnosed with a, pers- a narcissistic personality disorder. And I guess it's things like overvalued sense of self, disregard for other people's feelings. I can't really remember all of them, so this is where it falls down to not have Google. But if you, but you know, if you wanted to, you could Google what uh, the the characteristic traits of a narcissistic of narcissistic personality disorder are. But I guess in order for something to become in order for a personality trait to become, to enter the realms of sort of being disordered, I suppose, um, it needs to sort of be problematic, pervasive, um, and persistent. Um, so when we talk about problematic, it's got to cause a lot of problems uh, for the person themselves, but also people around that person. So it's got to be, you know, it's got to interfere with somebody's daily functioning that would result in sort of like quite significant relationship breakdowns, aggression, uh, difficulties in holding down a job, um, and basically just sort of causing quite a lot of significant difficulties for an individual and and people around them. Um, Persistence is about um, that that those difficulties with personality characteristics being in someone's life for quite a long time. So, you know, if somebody in the last year has started to develop quite egocentric personality traits, you can't necessarily say that somebody has a personality disorder because that they've only been like that for one year of their life. There's probably another reason as to why they've become like that. But if somebody for their for most of their life, from sort of early early adolescence into sort of adulthood, has demonstrated those kind of personality characteristics, that that's what we're talking about in terms of persistence. And then it's got to be pervasive in the sense that it's got to be across all contexts. It can't just be context specific. So if somebody's like really ego, egocentric, uh, needs driven, um, you know, disregarding other people's emotions in one particular context, um, then it can't necessarily be a personality disorder because. You know, when we talk about a disordered personality, it's a person's natural automatic way of being. So it's kind of hard to modulate that in various different contexts. Um, and even if they do try and um, modify the behavior or, mo- or sort of um, manage their own behavior, there'll be bits and pieces over time where it'll eventually kind of like, you know, sort of leak out. Um, so... Um, when we're talking about personality disorder or narcissistic personality disorder, that's the kind of thing that we're thinking about. And that's, you know, again, that's quite the extreme side of things. On the more sort of less, on the more normal side of things, I've already sort of talked about this, how we all have generally narcissistic traits. And, um, you know, whether somebody can be narcissistic or exhibit traits of narcissism without meaning to, um, they absolutely can because... If you think about how personality characteristics develop, 
or personality traits develop. They're sort of part and parcel of how we grow up, how we learn about ourselves. They are based on the messages that we receive from the environment around us. And when I talk about the environment, I mean sort of our parents, our friends, society, um, you know, media, um, either sort of some sometimes traumatic events, sometimes doesn't necessarily always need to be traumatic events but things like that you know our personalities we are shaped our personalities are shaped by the context in which we sort of grow up and i guess on the on the more extreme side if somebody were to kind of go on to develop narcissistic personality disorder it's quite possible that they grew up in an environment and this is i'm speaking quite generally here i'm not saying that this is true of all people who have um this type of um personality diagnosis it's possible that they probably could have grown up in an environment where they were not valued where their needs weren't met when they were sort of made to feel that actually they weren't loved and that you know the only way that they could sort of look after themselves was by looking after themselves and that other people weren't necessarily to be trusted and that if they were going to um, look after themselves they would need to be very uh, no, they need to be massively egocentric and only really care about themselves because other people uh, are only there uh, to be used um, and they're only a means to an end and um, basically that might be the type of environment that they grow up in and if and the thing is the thing is with your personality traits you kind of only know what you know until somebody points out that the way that you behave is maybe not in line with social norms which is essentially the other thing about you know personality disorders it's um it's a way of acting and behaving that is outside of um socially socially delineated norms so if if you carry on you know if you were if you grew up in an environment where you were treated one way and that's just how you understood that people are treated then you know it makes sense that that's how you would go on to treat people without necessarily knowing that you're being particularly narcissistic and then the other thing to think about, so that's a little bit more to do with sort of maybe kind of like quite sort of extreme traits of narcissism. But I guess the other thing to think about is the nature of the con- the nature of the culture in which we grow up in, in a Western sort of society, particularly. There's a very interesting podcast that Jamila Jamil did where she talked about, where she talked to somebody who was an expert in narcissism. I can't remember this doctor's name, so definite I'll, what i'll do is i'll put the the link to that podcast in the show notes um but what that psychologist talks about is how we essentially are growing up in a narcissistic uh, culture you know we're driven by neoliberalist capitalist values and goals so when i talk about neoliberalism i kind of know what it i kind of know what it is in theory but if you had to ask me for like a solid concrete definition without google (laughs) i wouldn't be able to give you one but on the whole it's basically about a society that is pretty much driven by free market so and we as individuals who live in a neoliberalist culture are taught that our value is determined by how much we can contribute to society to society but not in a collective way but in a more individualistic your worth is only derived by how much money you make the materialistic things that you can gain and basically determined by how much effort you put in and if you don't put in enough effort then actually you can't really you know the, the fact that you don't have all the sort of luxuries or money in life is pretty much down to you not trying hard enough 
which if you think about it, if that's the culture in which we grow up in, where we receive the messages that in order to in order to achieve you've got to do well in school, in order to you know go to university you know in order to then go further you've got to go to university you've got to get a good degree with a good degree you've got to get a good job with a good job you've got to get um you've got to earn a lot of money you've got to go up the sort of like corporate ladder um then you've got to have this kind of a house then this kind of a house then that kind of a family then all this kind of stuff so you know it's no wonder that we kind of grow up in a culture where actually we're primed to think primarily about ourselves and the things that we want and how to go about getting them and i'm not saying that this is you know this again this is not necessarily true to the extreme side of things where this might fall on the more sort of pathological side of narcissism but there are elements in our society and the way in which we grow up in our culture that pushes us to be egocentric and to think more about ourselves and to not necessarily think about other people as much you know politically we sort of live in a bit more of an austere society where again i don't know very much about politics but the sort of the the nature of politics as it is at the moment is not necessarily very much it doesn't very much feel like it considers the needs of those in the sort of more lower socioeconomic parts of, of, of our society it's all about looking after those who are at the top and then apparently you know if you look at those at the if you look after those at the top then sort of the the finances will trickle down into society it's that kind of way of thinking where yeah where i guess we're sort of you know primed more to think about ourselves even if you think about social media you know social media <laughs> in and of itself is a you know really really narcissistic place to be um, and i say this being on social media where i am constantly thinking about brand image how do i come across i try not to because it's a fucking pain in the ass and it's really tiring but um it's the nature of it's the nature of the platform and you can't not be a little bit again when i say narcissistic i don't mean in a pathological mean way but you have to be a little bit sort of self-centered think about yourself think about what you're doing as best you can in order to try and promote yourself a bit more but even with like selfies and likes and all that kind of stuff, it's about sort of creating uh, an image around yourself that's really appealing or likable um, that gets you some kind of, gets you something. You know, there's sometimes a, a need behind um, the drive behind social media. And again, this is not a blanket statement for all, but it's just one of the examples about how we kind of um, live in a, in a sort of a narcissistic society. But yeah. I've rambled on for a bit. I don't quite know how long this is. But I guess to answer the question is that absolutely, you know, if we grow up in a culture where the sort of, I don't know, the ideal is to be an individual who looks after themselves and only you as a person can look after yourself and no one else will help you, then there's probably elements of narcissism within all of us. But then, you know, if you take that, if you look at that from a, macro level sort of a systemic wider level and that kind of and you narrow that down into um a family a family unit once more if somebody grows up in an environment where those kind of messages are driven into a child you know you've got to look after yourself no one else will look after you the best person um to look after you is yourself you can't rely on other people no one's really got your back it's a bit of a doggy dog kind of world but then you know along with that maybe children are fed 
the the belief that they are really special there's nobody else like them which again you know is not necessarily a bad message to teach children because you know we're all our own individuals but i mean if it's taken to the nth degree and there's no kind of sort of balance to that somebody could potentially then grow up with the belief that actually i am the most important person in the world um and feel a you know a sense of entitlement about themselves which may then translate into the behaviors and they might not necessarily know that that's unhelpful or potentially not the best way to go about relating to other people because again that's just sort of you know how they've been taught and grown up and it will quite often take it will quite often take somebody else pointing out that their behavior is unhelpful you know and then again when we're thinking about the extreme side of narcissistic tendencies um even when people even when a, a person who is sort of more pathologically narcissistic even when the behavior is pointed out they might not necessarily they might not necessarily care or they might be really defended and they might sort of then project the you know project that back onto the person um saying that the reason that they behave in a certain way is because somebody else did something but you know it's very complex and it's very nuanced and it's a very wide question to answer but i guess hopefully i've gone some way to kind of highlighting that we can all exhibit tendencies we can all basically you can exhibit personality tendencies without necessarily knowing that you are exhibiting them because you basically don't know what you don't know and there's an ambulance driving past so that's an interesting soundtrack to this podcast also i hope that somebody is okay i hate seeing ambulances drive past i don't know if you do either it always makes me think about what's happened but anyway um I've lost my train of thought now. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Basically, we all have potentially personality characteristics that we might not necessarily be aware of. And because they're second nature, we might not know that they are a personality characteristic that is noticeable by others. So say, for example, if... Say, for example, you've got somebody who's like really happy-go-lucky. Yeah? So somebody who's really like bubbly, effervescent, always sort of sees the glasses half full, um, has really optimistic outlook on life. Um, you know, they might not necessarily know that the way that they are is of any particular um, note, you know, because they are just who they are. They are just a happy-go-lucky person. They are just, you know, a person in this body living their life, being happy and free and joyous. Um, and it might not be until somebody says to them, oh, <laughs> I've noticed that you're a really, really happy person. It's sort of, you know, you're always really jovial, you're always really cheery, you're always really bubbly. And that person might just be like, oh, well, you know, that's just me. That's just how I am. That's just the person I am. That, that's just the person I am and, and how I want to be in this world. Um, and then if you flip that for like personality characteristics such as narcissism, um, it's quite easy for somebody to be um, very self-centered, very egocentric, very sort of uh, their own needs driven very sort of unconcerned with the feelings of others not necessarily because they're purposefully trying to be an awful person or being purposefully egocentric but because that that's how they're um that's how they've been shaped by their environment by their upbringing by the society around them by their friends um but yeah anyway so i hope that's answered the question let me know your thoughts i've i have rambled on for a bit and i know that the stream of consciousness has not necessarily been as structured as I would normally have liked to have put it in a written podcast episode. Um, but I hope it's been okay. I hope it's been 
informative and i hope it doesn't sound like too much bullshit but if you do think that anything i've said doesn't quite gel please get in touch let me know i'm always happy to have discussions um, outside of this podcast space um but again if you liked it if you found value in it also let me know i just you know one of the things that is quite difficult is when you put these podcasts out and um, you don't quite know how they land you know um, I've got analytics about how many people listen to it, etc. But I don't ever really know if anybody actually likes it. <laughs> so if you do like it, and if you have found value in it, please let me know. Um, but you can also show your appreciation by obviously liking, sharing, um, subscribing to the podcast, and you know leaving a comment if it's possible wherever you can on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And basically, I hope you have a good day. You don't have to have a good day. That's obviously, you know, I'm not saying that you should. Um, But I hope you do have a good day. And I will speak to you soon.